This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. This week's podcast is brought to you by BHP. Copper is a big deal in the energy transition because it's used to make electric vehicles, wind turbines and solar panels. When it comes to producing copper responsibly, it's happening now at BHP. Good morning, I'm Larissa Moore. And I'm Claire Kimball. It's Wednesday the 15th of June. In your squids today, trouble for the share markets, the ACT's new independent senator, managing stress at work, and naming Australia's best pie. This is your squids today. If you like to keep an eye on the stock market, then you'd know it was an absolute sea of red yesterday. The ASX 200, which is the index that measures the value of our biggest listed companies, fell by 3.55% yesterday, making it the worst single-day market fall since May 2020, which was right when COVID was kicking off. It wasn't just the Australian stock market that was down. Global markets sank as well. You're about to get financy on us, Claire, but what's going on? Love to get a bit financy in the morning, so <laughs> let's see how we go. Uh, yeah, look, what it comes down to are escalating fears that inflation will continue to rise and that economic growth across the world will stall. It kicked off last week when the United States Federal Reserve announced that it's going to aggressively raise interest rates. We'll know a bit more about that tonight when that Federal Reserve makes a decision about its latest interest rate setting. But what they reported last week was strong inflation of 8.6%. Analysts then tipped that the United States is going to go into a recession probably next year, and that saw markets start to fall. Uh, What we know is that markets have fallen around the world because we are so very strongly linked to the United States. What happens there, because they're the world's biggest economy, means that it impacts us. So that's what all this fear and panic is about. Experts are saying we're heading into choppy financial waters. So add that to the list of things that are going on right now. While we're talking finance and markets, it's not good news for crypto markets either, with the biggest cryptocurrencies at a 10-month low. Yeah, the traditional markets aren't going well, but cryptocurrencies are going even worse. Uh, What we know is that those sorts of panics that have gripped that traditional market, the share market, uh, has seen big selling off in the cryptocurrency market as well. And that's because uh, when things are tough, when there are difficult times and things are uncertain, investors tend to dump risky assets. And that's what the cryptocurrency market is still considered to be. Uh, What we know is that uh, Bitcoin, which is the most valuable cryptocurrency, it finished yesterday at US $22,400. It was trading at about $69,000 in November when it hit a high. That is quite the fall. As for what's happening in the markets, stand by for that announcement on US interest rates tonight. Election updates continue to trickle in. Claire, with former Wallabies captain David Pocock set to become the ACT's first independent senator. Yeah, he's been confirmed to take that second Senate seat in the ACT. He joins Labor's Katie Gallagher. Uh, they will hold those two seats. Of course, they come up for election every three years. The man Pocock has unseated is the Liberals' Zed Sezelja. Uh, he was the minister responsible for the Pacific, you might remember, 
he was sent off during the election campaign to go and talk to officials on the Solomon Islands. Uh, What it means is a big change for ACT politics to have two progressive senators and the Liberals not hold a seat in the Territory at all. And not far away in the seat of Gilmore, the Australian Electoral Commission is considering Liberal Andrew Constance's request for a recount. At the moment, incumbent Labor MP Fiona Phillips has retained the seat by 373 votes. She won't be declared the winner, though, until that recount request has been decided on. Another day, another state announcing an inquiry into casinos. This time it's the Queensland government that has announced an independent probe into Star Entertainment's suitability to continue holding casino licences in Brisbane and the Gold Coast. Yeah, it does feel like we've got a lot of these inquiries, doesn't it? (laughs) Of course, Crown went through this process when it came to inquiries in New South Wales and Victoria and Western Australia. Uh, Latest in focus in New South Wales has been Star Entertainment because there's been a lot of accusations about money laundering, about enabling criminal activity at its Sydney casino. The probe that the New South Wales regulator has been holding into Star uh, has seen its CEO its chairman, board members and senior executives resign in the last few months. Uh, So there's been a lot happening. Star also operates casinos in Brisbane and the Gold Coast. So what the Queensland government announced yesterday is a look into whether those issues also impact their operations there. Yeah, they say they will build on New South Wales findings. Star says it will cooperate with any review. This week, our podcast is brought to you by Aware Super. As one of Australia's largest profit-for-member super funds, they have a range of helpful tools, like their My Retirement Planner, which allows you to see how much you'll need for retirement and provides an easy-to-understand plan of how to get there. And better still, it's free for all. Read the PDS and TMD at aware.com.au. If you've poked your head into the fresh produce section of the supermarket, you'll know that veggies are getting more and more expensive if there's stock at all. Some Aussie pubs are considering doing away with the side salad in order to cut down on costs and food wastes bit controversial, Claire. It is, and I kind of feel justified that I make a beeline for the carb <laughs> section, but I'm well-practised at alternatives. But, yeah, when it comes to just getting basic salad stuff, uh, it is pretty expensive at the moment, let alone into the vegetables. Some pubs are considering uh, ditching the side salad. Of course, when you're ordering your steak and your chips and you get the little side salad, uh, look, I will always make good use of it. I'm sure there's plenty uh, who don't, and that's what publicans are saying is that quite often they just throw it out and because it's just too expensive these days to offer it, uh, many are considering ditching it. It comes along with all sorts of food shortages. Sriracha sauce is in short supply. It's a victim of this big supply jam that we've got at the moment. I mean, I I don't mind a bit of sriracha, but I know that people that like sriracha are obsessed with it. (laughs) So this could be some dire food news out there for some people this morning. Apologies to be the bearer of bad news. (laughs) From stressful dining decisions to the workplace, managing stress at work is something we all need to deal with. A new study out of the UK suggests that showing it rather than hiding it can make you more likeable. Yeah, particularly when it comes to things like job interviews and those performance reviews, uh, what researchers say is that if you're an objective, nice kind of person, uh, if you see someone who is touching their face a lot, flicking their hair, uh, lip licking is a thing, 
also nail biting, then you can see the signs of stress. And what it means is that uh, the reaction is empathy for one thing, but also uh, a situation where people feel that those people are a bit more authentic because they are showing stress. So what the takeout is that perhaps showing a little bit of stress, uh, revealing a little bit about how you're feeling isn't a bad thing at work. Yeah, ditch the poker face. Something to think about this week, maybe if you work in finance or energy or food supply, a couple of stressful workplaces going on there. Bit of stress there there for sure. (laughs) (laughs) And if side salads with your schnitty is up for debate, then the question about awarding Australia's best pie is high stakes indeed. But a winner has been announced, Claire. It has. It comes from the Bellarine Peninsula in Victoria. It's a shop called Rolling Pin Pies and Cakes. They've had the entry for Australia's best pie. It's a mushroom and truffle pie. It's believed to be the first vegetarian pie to win that top prize, which is pretty remarkable because the guy who made it doesn't like mushrooms at all. (laughs) He just likes them with a passion. With this competition, a panel of judges spends three days tasting baked goods. And I reckon if I need a career change, that's where I'm heading. I wouldn't mind being a pie taster. (laughs) Squiz the day, Claire, what are you taking note of today? Today is global wind day, not for flatulence, (laughs) more meteorological. (laughs) Glad you clarified that. (laughs) I better tell Tucker, my French bulldog, that. Yeah, yeah, he uh, he might need to uh, correct his behaviours when it comes to that. There's some 14-year-old boys out there that probably would also want free reign, but no, it's about the meteorological wind. Uh, For me, The Lion King came out on this day in 1994, and that is the best Disney movie out there so I'm celebrating that today (laughs) you know me I don't like musicals but I'll give you that one it's a good movie it's a classic absolute classic that's all from us today have a good Wednesday happy hump day and we will be back with you tomorrow hello it's Bryce here from Squiz Kids Kids and fiscal policy go together like peaches and cream, which is why we're excited to present a special Squiz Kids Q&A this week with Federal Treasurer Jim Chalmers. It's the podcast where the kids of Australia get to ask the questions. Tune in to Squiz Kids today to find out how the notorious B.I.G. has helped shape next week's budget, why the Treasurer considers himself more of a three-pointer than a slam dunker, and why his toenails will be painted with glitter nail polish next Tuesday when he stands in Parliament to hand down the budget. Plus, there's a cheeky question in there about his leadership ambition. All part of our mission to engage kids in the wider news agenda. Check it out in the Squiz Kids podcast feed or via squizkids.com.au.